You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is high noon on a Friday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It is a victory Friday. Victory! Victory! It's a victory Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Victory! Y'all know what time it is. Y'all smell it in the air. Is that purple? Start wearing purple right now. Yeah, when you hear that, that usually means that the James Madison University football dukes take care of business. When you hear that, that means it's time to put on some purple for the day. Okay, if you got a little purple on, you put a little purple up. Purple rain. Purple rain. I feel real purple hazy. I feel real purple bubble gum flavor. I like purple Kool-Aid, okay? I might paint my car purple just for the weekend. Okay. And it's a good thing the Steelers uh, technically don't play the Ravens again until next year. So now I can really enjoy my purple. You like, like, what, I, you like what I did there? We don't play uh, the Ravens again until next year. Get but, it? But, but it is it's accurate. That's very accurate. So for the rest of this year, oh, I'm going to rock my purple. I think you should start wearing purple. Right now. Oh, sorry. It's just, you know. I don't want to Jamie win last night. For or those something. of you that may be unaware, it was a little late night for the boy. Um, but yes, the James Madison University football Dukes did go on the road with their show versus the Marshall Fighting Herd, Thundering Herd. Boo. We are Marshall, that team. Boo. In primetime ESPN, you know, the Thursday showcase game. And uh, an undefeated GMU team took on a 4-2 and two Marshall University football team. Highly competitive. Whew. Big dog team, man. Been doing it for a long time. A lot of success. I mean, they got NFL Hall of Famers as well, plural, you know. Yeah, did Randy Moss go Yeah, there yeah, man. I mean, they, they got Randy, so, they you might, know. They might like to talk about that. Yeah, it's, it's they might have big. brought that up like seven times it, on the it, broadcast. I might have saw the Monday Night Countdown broadcast pop up with Randy Moss giving an exclusive shout-out to the fact that it's Marshall playing on Thursday Night Football. Okay, so, yes. 
But uh, yeah, little old James Massey, you know, in their second year transitioning from little old one double A FCS to the Sun Belt now. You know, just had to go out there take care of business, man. Got us another little dub, seven and zero. Feels good though, man. Feels good. Wait, hold on. What'd you just say? Seven and zero feels good. Got another little uh, dub. You know, seven. Yeah, just not seven. one. Not one. Not two. Not two. Not three. Uh-uh. Not four. Nah. Not five. Not six. We, we, I said, can I get that big bin? I ordered a big bin last night. Seven. Listen. In a row. Wes, I was at a charity game last night. Okay. You playing a little basketball? Getting some buckets. All right. You, getting, the, your, you getting your white man can't jump a, on, right? A, ask the other side about it. Okay. Ask the other side. They they know. We ain't take no L's though. Just know that it's a Vic Vic Victory Monday. A double Vic, Vic, Victory Friday. Excuse double me victory. Now. Double victory. Victory. Because not victory! only did I get to witness a victory from the squad, of the Purple and Gold. Of course. I also got to be a part of the winning team last night. And your boy was giving out buckets. Just know that Wes gave out major buckets. Okay. So we got the dub on the court. Shout out to the you know North Allegheny. Facilities, mm-hmm. awesome, top notch, mm-hmm. and house for hospice as well, man. The charity that we were supporting cool. last night, Very awesome cool. work with they're doing in terms of comforting people that are going through some of that transitional, you know, times of their lives, man. Where it's a little bit rough on them, man. Absolutely. So, major love and respect for anybody in that field. Just know that I'm with y'all. I just know. But uh, yeah, man, it, it was a you, gr- it was a great up, night all around. You were up in my old neck of the woods in I Wexford was. La- it, last night. It was a night. hike, bro. It was definitely a hike. So I was like, mean gonna, streets it, of Ingemar, it, where you boy was born. We couldn't come back home with an L. That's all that's I know. Exactly right. We we won't coming back because I was gonna be too sore. I'm really sore right now, Wes. So that's why I needed the double victory. I needed JMU to win because while I was icing myself down about midnight, I was like, okay, at least we won, and at least my Dukes won. At least I'm I'm enjoying that part. <laughs> when I woke up this morning, Wes, and I went to the bathroom and I said, Oh, mama, man. it wasn't the Renegade video that everybody's been talking about. No, baby, it won't that one. Mm-mm, mm-mm. This is 35. Is it's, that what you're telling I, me? I said, Yo, I ain't felt like this since I was like 29. Last time I was playing. <laughs> Like, wait a minute, I don't do athletic stuff like this, man. I'm a Peloton rider, okay? I ride the Peloton. I just sit there. I don't have to go anywhere, okay? I stretch. I do yoga. Meditate. <laughs> I was running and jumping. Dory Dick's trying to dunk on me. It's crazy. I was going to say, I heard you were draining some. You were eyeballing some man, and some people's faces. Cause look, man, because some people try to dunk on people. All well, right? Sure. Doran Diggs tried to dunk on me yesterday, guys. I won't let y'all well, you know, know that, we, man. We love Doran. That's our guy. But Hell to pit. That's I mean, my guy. You know, those, he, tried, he tried to those, dunk it. Those pit guys. He, 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 they, I was in the paint. They got a little complex right now with their basketball program. I was a little know? upset because prior to the game started, we had an understanding. We both talked about how, hey, man, we were both teammates formerly of the Buffalo Bills, man. I know how long ago that was. That was in 2010, man. It was like before a preseason like, game where you were like, all right, I'm going to go you know 75%. You go 75%. Yeah, we'll we, both we, get out of I'm here. Like, I'm like, look, I'm going to no bumps or bruises. You look good. I'm a little good. Okay. I ain't going to challenge you too much. You don't challenge me too much. I'm going to guard you. If I'm tired, you get tired. We good. You feel me? I'll let you make an easy layup Come or two. On, you let me make an easy layup <laughs> or two. Everything was good. Midway through the 30 losses, my tried to dunk it. I say, yo, what are you? This is crazy. He said, we talked about this, That's man. We just talked about You can't trust those Pitt Panthers. Listen, I've listen, been trying to tell listen, you. Listen, he tried to dunk Six it. Six years, I've been trying to tell as, you. You as can't much, trust those people. But, but see, as much as I want to just put it on my Pitt Panther, it was a West Virginia Mountaineer out there by the name of Mike Logan who took me out, too. Oh, okay. that's the dog. Okay. And y'all know I love Mike, but Mike, this one for you, baby, okay? So... Me and Mike had the same agreement. We over here talking about how, you know, he's a young 49 and I'm an old 35, okay? He's 49? That's what he told me. I don't Man, believe him. that makes me feel old. I don't believe him. Cool. But I say, you're a very young 49. I'm a very old 35, okay? So either way, don't hurt me while I'm on this court. My whole objective is to treat this like an NFL practice. I don't want to touch the ground. 
And if for practice, you don't touch the ground. If you touch the ground, you do not belong out there. Put him on somebody else's team that's not in the NFL. Peace okay? squad. No, not in peace squad because you do not supposed to touch the ground. Okay, we don't touch the ground. You could be a full pass. You barely got to touch the ground. Catch my drift. So, it's something about this third quarter for these people, man. They lost their mind. They, they literally lost their mind. Because he almost took me out. He catching the ball. He trying to run up on the break, head down, pop, ran me over. We get tangled up. I thought I thought my leg broke. <laughs> thought my hip fell off. It was real aggressive. You know Mike hit hard too, man. Mike hit real hard. But no, man, it was a vibe though, baby. It was a vibe, man. That's good. But like I said, double victories across the board, man. My GMU Dukes, though, that was the one I was Dukes. most proud of, taking care of business. And then, you know, hanging out with some of the guys, man. So, uh, Derek won another one of our OG. You know, when I first got here, man, Pittsburgh Steelers too, man. So no, it was a good time, though, man. That was a vibe, man. So I love it. Yeah, man. You know, big gotta night. Do what we got to do, man. Big night. Thursday night. Victory big, weekend now, man. Victory weekend. We're going to keep we that celebrate. rolling. Big show today. Big uh, Ta- game. Tacos on me, guys. Tacos on me. Yeah? Yeah. Saturday out at Hermosa Beach? or Oh, no. I was talking about Taco Bell. It was because the legs just opened up. They did just open the Taco Bell. It looked like it was opened up, right? I think today is the first I, I, year. I, yesterday I, I was the first like it, day. It looks like it just opened, right? It just yeah. opened. You know how you know it just opened? Because nobody knows it's open, so there's no line yeah, there yet. Yeah, I was like, is it open? They I were putting up is. the grand opening yeah. signs out in the yard. I, I was like, it kind of looks open. I don't know. Maybe it is. If that line's still really short, I might have to stop uh, and get a quesadilla okay, on the way out of here today. You picking up what I'm putting down? Don't tell Morgan. Victory Tacos. Between me and you. Don't tell Morgan. I might have to pick up a quesadilla. Doritos Loco is the way to go, though. Okay, Ooh. but ain't nothing wrong with a quesadilla. And if she tried to say it's a quesadilla, so you ain't quesadilla. know. I, was like, I thought you wanted a quesadilla. This is a quesadilla. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I got I you next just, time. Though. I was just trying to diversify our portfolio. Yeah, I got you next time. Motsi, big one. Not just last night, you know, with your athleticism on the line and your JMU Dukes against and the stinking herd the down boy there. Did walk away healthy. So salute that. That's what. Uh, listen, I'm healthy. Much like I uh, survived. Much like Evil Knievel, right? Anyone that you yeah. can walk away from is Seriously. always is always good. So, uh, yes, hopefully uh, if any of you were out there at North Allegheny last night, you uh, got to see Arthur Motes. Maybe not dunk it, but, you know, do some do some uh, fancy basketball athleticism things out there with some other celebrities. You big time in those celebrity games. Right, bro. As much as I thought about even contemplating a dunk, I just said to myself, is it really worth it, Motes? Do you know what your body's going to feel like once you get all 200 and actually I'm feeling kind of light right now. But once I once I get all my 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 weight up in that air and I, and I'm skyrocketing and I got to come back down. Yeah, what's the what they say about Zion? They be like, "Yo, you too heavy to be jumping all that." Uh, Correct. I don't need to be jumping like that right well, now. Well, you needed the basket just lowered down to like 9 feet and then you wouldn't uh, have to uh, put much effort into it. I don't uh uh-uh. I just got to go up and come back down. I don't want to trampoline come back down. like slam ball style. Yeah, I want you to come back down. I, I need I need I need to come back down to the water. <laughs> it's real peaceful, Obi. Okay, the the path uh, the path of least resistance. Yeah, okay, not onto that hardwood floor. Yeah, I don't want nothing that's gonna restrict me. So when, even with them, them springs, I'm like, the spring eventually gonna stop. Yep, it's gonna spring me back. I don't need that either. I don't, I don't, need I don't, that. I don't want yep. that. Once uh-huh. I'm up there, I don't need to be doing nothing except just laying down on a, on, a, on a bed of pillows. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Well, you guys know the drill for today. Here, it's a jam packed Friday. We got all your fixings. We'll do show me the money here in a little bit. Uh, five star Friday to kick off hour number two with Professor Moats. So He'll break down, of course, the five biggest matchups that you need to keep an eye on this weekend. Our buddy Brian Backo in the second hour, of course, the Here We Go song. Your predictions, our predictions, as we close this thing down. We love a Friday show. We're going to get into it on the other side. We'll talk a little bit about heading out to the West Coast. There's two forces at play here, Arthur Motes, okay? Mm. 
one that I think works in the Steelers' favor, one that I think works against the Steelers. Okay? okay I'll lay okay. out those two things for Motsi, for Yins, the audience on the other side. We'll discuss, we'll debate, we'll get into it, all those fun things that we do on a Friday. It is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Back on the Blitz here on a Friday afternoon on SNR and 970 ESPN Pittsburgh. It is the electric factory here on a Friday. We got all your fixes lined up. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Boogie, woogie, woogie. One thing uh, that I forgot to tease in the first segment, got a couple of them here already from our regulars, but just It's so- a victory Friday, and we're going to have tacos. Victory! I got to get a taco drop in the system, too. That's what I want, because not only did I watch the Dukes play, but I had to play, so if I play, I get what I want. That's like double taco. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I contributed to my own victory. And I got to see my Dukes win. Okay. That's a rare double win for me, man. Very quick, That's real rare. Very quick, shiny silver object for you here. I almost had a triple-double? That you, what you wanted to know? What, what you it was like a I Draymond. Heard, I heard last night you messed around and got a triple-double. It, it was kind of like a Draymond like, performance. You know, you get your little little, little Was that in honor piece. of Ice Cube doing the halftime show You know show what I'm saying? On, get a little 10, a little, little assist, little reads. We go on the road and we get all these halftime shows. Because y'all big time, man. Why, why because didn't we get, of you. Why didn't it's, we get Paul Wall down in Houston? Was, why didn't we get Mike Jones down in Because they didn't, didn't know. Why didn't we get Beyonce no, down think about in Houston? Think about it. You weren't committed to Houston the way that you're committed to LA or Vegas. That's true. You were contemplating making travel arrangements elsewhere. So Houston treated you accordingly. Now, hold on. My travel arrangements elsewhere were to go down early and watch the WVU TCU so, game so in Dallas. That, that means that Houston wasn't the priority. Dallas was. <laughs> Dude, LA, Houston probably feels like that yeah, a lot, don't they? Whereas LA, you're not talking about anything other than LA. Not talking about San Diego. V- Vegas, you weren't talking about Reno. Man, we should go to Arizona. We should go to we, we should go to, we should to stop to, in to, Reno. Let's go check out this place. You ain't say none of that, man. You was like, I'm going to Vegas. Yeah, Houston. Aye. Houston, okay, you didn't expect he was from the time All right. it popped up on the schedule. You said I'm going to Dallas. Well, since I'm real excited to go to one of my favorite cities, Seattle, in December. There you go. Does that mean like we get Pearl Jam at halftime in Seattle? Hey, don't be surprised when it happens. Macklemore? What Would other you, what other Are musicians? you gonna be surprised though? I would go with Kurt Cobain or Jimi oh, Hendrix, go- but unfortunately... Oh, I was like, bro, you, know. you, you can't do that. Oh, they got the holograms nowadays, Jeez, though. boy, I'm about to say, man, don't get me in trouble today. Lord. <laughs> you know, you might hear it's, Jimmy. It's you a victory Friday, Jimmy, man. But you I'm a victory Friday Jimmy. guy, okay? Yeah, am I Vic- forgetting anyone from Pearl Jam, Macklemore? I know there's yeah. more from Seattle. There's a bunch of famous musicians and acts from Seattle. Uh, but yes, Ice Cube at halftime. I I'll like a little Icy Cube. He good. Sunday going to be... Did you just call him Icy Cube? He makes good jams. He does make some good jams. I heard today was a good day because it's a victory Friday. Uh, A reminder for those of you who have been rocking and rolling with us for a long time, for those of you who might have just been welcomed to the party recently, uh, our our Friday shows before games, uh, you tweet us your score predictions 
and we will read that. What's so funny over there, giggly bits? You see when you look at D. Hev, the Photoshop extraordinaire. What oh, is no. your problem, man? You're awesome, oh, no. but what is your deal, man? Oh no, what do I do? love it. Oh no, what do you do? Hold on, wait. Why is it it's not showing up in my feed like, here? What golly, am I missing, man? Hold on, what am I missing? Hold on, it showed up in my feed it's here. It's about 24 minutes ago, man. Uh, like, what are we doing, man? Paco in the Blitz Bros. Oh, my goodness. We look like some American gladiators oh out here, I tell you. Hey, cue my Kurt Angle theme music, man. Come on, get me right. Dun, dun. Come on, man. Usa. Although, look at it. He's got you wearing, like, the Dallas Cowboys star over here. Ain't that what wrong is he with do- that? What is he do- Ain't that wrong with that, man. Ain't that wrong with that at all, man. You know, I'll I, I, I put that on me. Ain't that wrong with that. You tweet us your score predictions for the game. We read them off before we get out of here. That is our promise to you this and every single Friday that it is a Steelers game weekend. Steelers going to California. California knows how to party. The queen of California. California case. I mean, how many different California girls? How many different California songs? Songs about California. Can I can I slip into there? There's a lot of them. There's a lot of songs right, about California. In terms of pound for pound, I think California has more songs written about it than any other state. Mm. I digress. Maybe Texas. You know, okay. people from Texas love to talk about Texas. Texas. As David Allen Coe once said, I know all them songs about mm. Texas. Well, they say all your exes live in Texas. Uh, that is what Drake said. Mm-hmm. Somebody else before him. Motsi, before we went to break, I told you, I got one statistic, one factual number that uh gives me encouragement okay. about this upcoming weekend let's talk about it i've got one factual number statistic that gives me pause about this weekend okay which one do you want first the good mm-hmm. news you want to go good news first it's a good feel good yeah. friday so let's go ahead and start with the feel goods right. on friday you ready for this i think so mike tomlin this is his 17th season mm-hmm. at the helm of the black and gold right mm-hmm. so 16 seasons in the books here for coach t how many 16 of them things. Okay, okay, okay. That's like probably how many football games JMU has won in a row here at this Stop point. Stop it, man. We just won. We get a sign, baby. You know that. Mike Tomlin in his 16 years mm-hmm. as the Steelers head coach up ooh, to this point. Ooh, 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 ooh. Do you know what his record is coming out of the bye week? I mean, technically I do, but this is for the audience. 12-4. and four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm, pretty mm-hmm. darn good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can do the quick math on that one. Uh-huh. That means 75% of the time. There it is. There the Steelers is. are winning post-bye week under mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin. But see, I don't know about you, but that's a pretty good... You winning 75% mm-hmm. of the time in the NFL doing something, that's a pretty good number. Yeah, yeah. Unless you know what the pause is, which I feel like I do. The pause is... <laughs> I know exactly what the pause is. Mike uh-huh. Tomlin on the West Coast. Oh, you said there's a little bit more to said details. Okay. His teams are 3-7 and seven mm-hmm. when playing in the Pacific yeah. time zone. That's just a 30% win percentage. So, so you're telling me we got good odds this weekend, man. What I'm telling you is... There's a balance between both of those, right? Of being no, ex- you can't stop there. If you're gonna do the seventy percent and the thirty percent, we need to take them both, combine them, and then divide them by two to get the average. Come on, man, what we got? Um, it's a fifty percent chance. Fifty percent chance. Yeah. Fifty-two and a half. You said it was seventy percent and thirty percent, right? Right. Yeah. Fifty-two and a half. Where'd you get fifty-two and a half from? Seventy-five percent and thirty percent. Oh, you said seventy percent. Yeah, seventy-five percent. Okay, seventy-five percent. There we go. That's what the quick man. Yeah, fifty-two so seven, and a half percent. So seventy-five and twenty-five, man. It's smooth on it. We even. We good. 
let me let me ask you, as someone who knows, I mean, mm-hmm. as someone who spent four years in that Steelers locker room, why has Mike Tomlin been so successful coming out of the bye week? I mean, first of all, when you start coming out of the bye week with Coach T, he details his work. I know, contrary to popular belief, he actually does make adjustments and self-scout and deep dive into all of the things that we do well and don't do well and what the coaching staff does well and what they don't do well. And during the bye week, he implements those things and shares some of his thoughts with us. And from there, we also understand this is the same message that he's been preaching to us since OTAs. It's not about how you finish, it's about how you, uh, it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. And we know at the bye week, that's that break in the action. But we know once we come back, there is no tomorrow. You're not going to say, oh, I'm going to get it again. I got, we got another bye. We get it after the bye. It's like, nah, after the bye is now. And that urgency is created. And, I mean, Coach Tom always talks about it, the whole pressure element of it, right? You're either feeling it or you're applying it. Mm-hmm. And this is what we talk about. So, like, when we always laugh as players about how fans lose their mind when it's, you know, the second game of the season and it's some adversity. Like, oh, my God, the season's over. I'm turning in my tickets. I'm not never showing up again. Oh, my God, man, I can't believe this. we need to boo it. The season's over. We, we suck. It's just that. We're like. Y'all just, you know, you can't handle any pressure. And that's not even real pressure because you still got 15, 16 games left anyways. Sure. This is when the pressure starts because now we know once this road starts to narrow, you can't get those wins and losses back. You got to make sure that every single game counts. And he just does an excellent job of communicating that. And because he connects with us on a personal level, you just, you already buy into it. If you've never had a person connect with you on like a heart-to-heart then you're not willing to die or go to war for them. Whereas when you have connected with a person like that, it's like, bro, you will do pretty much whatever that dude Put says. Yeah. yeah. And when you look at how we played under him, it reflects that. And when you look at how these teams play under him post by, it reflects that as well. Now, it's not ever going to be perfect. And I think that's the other um, almost like disservice that people would do that don't want to fully give credit or fully understand the context. You're just, oh, well, shoot, if it's all perfect, why aren't you going to feed after the bye then? Why not everything perfect after the bye? Right. And it's like, okay, great. Well, why aren't you perfect at life then? You know? But that's just the reality of it at this level. But those are big reasons as to why, you know, teams from Coach Tomlin are very successful posed by you. Look at his records November and December. That's one of the big mantras Mm -hmm. with him. They remember December. They remember December. Because I don't care if you went undefeated in September. No one's ever won a Lombardi in September. I don't care if you 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 were great pre-buy, but you don't make the playoffs. I don't care if you was averaging 30 points in the first four games of the season, but you can't score anything in the second half of the year. It don't matter. And it's a lot more challenging in the second half of the season than the first half. Because in the second half, we got way more information. You're tired, you're sore. And we also know the stakes are very much higher. So everybody's playing hard. The weather starts to get nasty as you get closer to November. Right. So... All of that is at play, man. But like I said, that's why with Coach Simon, man, you never change the messaging. And that's been his same messaging. We can go to Latro. We could take it back here to OTAs. We could take it back to minicamp, vet minicamp, rookie minicamp. It's always the same message, you know? And he's like, yo, we only going to decide once. Are you trying to be a champion or not? Decide once. If you got to keep hacking for, oh, they got this guy on the staff. Oh, no, I don't care no more. I don't support this team no more. Oh, what, man? What? Oh, dog, they, he got the ball. Oh, no, I don't like this team no more. You decide too many times. <laughs> if you got to keep talking yourself into it, talking yourself out of it, you ain't really like that anyways. Whereas for us, it's like, 
Nah, man, we know. Once he tells us what time it is, man, that's how we locked in on it. And, yeah, that's typically why, like I said, them post-buys are what they are. I love it. Love it. And I'm excited to see what they do this year. They see if we can keep that trend going. Absolutely. Because the history has shown that don't tell me he's lost anything when I can go back and look at those particular parts of every season. And it's like, nah, them numbers is adding up, baby. I don't care what you say. So 12-4 and four immediately post-bye week in his 16 years to this point, right? Last year, of course, we all know the Steelers went 7-2 and two post-bye week. Motsi, in Mike Tomlin's 16 years in Pittsburgh, okay, his aggregate record every game after the bye week. Does that make sense? Am I yeah, saying that? No, 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 I, like the, the rest cumulative. Of the, yeah. the, the cumulative mm-hmm. record post-bye week, 61-28-1. and one. Mm-hmm. So trust me, you, you, listen. Proof is in the pudding you in that know, regard. I know why you why, when you brought up the number. Why do you think I started smirking? I know. I've already I've already known these numbers. I know, these, the I know yeah. these numbers. You know these numbers. That's why I speak it with conviction, because it's like not only have I personally lived it with this man, and not only have I personally watched it now as a retired guy, but it's like you also have the data to back it. So it's like when people make the comments that they make you really just show the lack of understanding in some of these situations. So let's spin the block real quick to let's use it, a, to use a motism. Let's do it. What is so difficult? That, because when I bring up that other number, the three and uh-huh. seven on the West Coast, yeah. Mike Tomlin is not alone in that regard. That's no. about the average. It's about 30%, you know, give or take a couple percentage points for most East Coast teams yeah. when they have to go out West. Same for the West Coast teams when they have to come East. Mm-hmm. You always hear the outlier, right? It's Pete Carroll, who is like 14-3 and three on the on the East Coast in 1 o'clock mm-hmm. games or something, which is such an outlier and why they made such a big deal about Seattle losing to Cincinnati this past weekend because they almost always win 1 o'clock East Coast games, which is such I mean, an outlier. They should have got out of that stadium. They <laughs> five trips to the red zone. Yeah. They scored 10 points. Mm-hmm. Um, why then, though? Because you, I mean, you did it with Buffalo yeah. and the Steelers. You uh-huh. did, I mean, I, I know with with Arizona, you didn't have the full gambit of the season yeah. and those kind of things. But but I got what, you. Though. What's so difficult about going across country for 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 a uh, for a road game? How did you feel when you traveled from East Coast to West Coast? Tired, lag, just honestly a little little like drowsy, little groggy is the best way to put it. I think off, off. That's a great that's a great way to put it. So you felt off. Yep. Just say, that simple. We say these are the best of the best ways, right? So if I'm on my A game and I'm 100, percent and you're on your and you're B off, game, I just think it's going to naturally reflect that. Which is why when you look at East Coast to West Coast, West Coast to East Coast, like you said, the numbers are about 30 percent, 30 to 40. Best yeah. case, best case, yeah. Because you know I'm coming into this thing after a five hour flight, even if it's a direct. We already know this, man. You're not leaving a week early, so you're not going to really acclimate your body. You're not even leaving three or four days early. No, because you can't. It's scheduling. So you know what you're walking into. Yeah, we're going to naturally be at a little bit disadvantage. Now, if our team is better than their team, we should feel better in that scenario. But we know what this is going to be. And then from there, the other part, if we being real about it, specifically when I think of West Coast trips, it's the allure of we're not out here often, right? So think about how excited you've been to go to. I'm pumped. Vegas. Pumped. L.A. Pumped. Houston, right? Lose I was, your mind. I was excited. I'd never Can't been to Houston right? before. I was excited, yeah. So think about when you talk about the rosters, right? Most of the dudes, man, once you once you get drafted by this team and once you're here, you're not going back. Like most of the dudes. That, sure. You say, I never been to Cali. I never been there. Sure. I a lot of these me, guys are from those places, t- from yeah. Texas, from California. Right. A lot of times for me, it was like, man, that would be my first time seeing this place. 
was flying with the team. My first time seeing San Francisco was when I was with the Buffalo Bills and we played the San Francisco 49ers. We got whopped. You know why? Because my whole time, all I kept thinking about was, yo, I get to go to San Fran, and we go see the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, I'm gonna get, I get to meet my wife's family. Like, because they really out there. We right, right. Yeah, I know. She's from the Bay, yeah. Oh, and then after that, we ain't even gonna come back home because we gotta go to Arizona. So we're gonna fly from there to go to Arizona, stay out in Arizona for a whole week. Oh, it's gonna be great. You think about all that type of stuff. So, on top of you naturally feeling, just like I said, off. I can't wait to get some tacos out there. Then you also hype because, like, man, I ain't done this in whatever. Man, we go out there. Different stadiums. Listen, listen, you, yeah. when you fly in East Coast, if you play in Pittsburgh, you could play in Baltimore, man, you coming back with your regular stuff. Ain't nothing different. You play out in L.A., man, you come back with bags. Like, you don't went shopping. You're like, bro, what, you, what is that, man? Man, you know, I ain't been to Rodeo Java. I had to go check it. They talked about the song, man. I just wanted to go check it out, bro. What did you say? What did you, you go to do? Man, I'm going to Mr. Tiles night, bro. I'm going to Mr. Tiles. I'm telling you, I ran that, man. Are you in the Greystone? Bro, look, we can sneak out like the Greystone for just like an hour or two, bro. We just get the pick on the couch, bro. That's it. That's the type of stuff that go in your mind if we being real about it. 100%. I know, Football players are human. Right. I know that's the thing. Like, we're not supposed to be human. We're supposed to be robots. Hey, man, they get off the plane. They feel great all the time. Nothing's growing. No distractions. They're locked in. They don't want to do anything on the road. But that Sit is in not the case, for 12 man. hours. And on top of that, you're not going to go to sleep because of the time difference. So that's the other part. You're, it's just, you're throwing off. In, in a game where it's truly a game of inches, and you hear us talk about that all the time, right? A game of inches. Everybody is the best of the best. Everybody is an elite athlete. Everybody has, you know, God-given ability, smarts, and all this other stuff. So when we're talking about that, any little... you it's hear the thinnest of margins. Think about, Wes, you hear me talk about when I study film. I'm trying to look at a foot. If I could see your eye, if you twitch your finger... I'm looking for that type of key. That has nothing to do with you actually feeling bad now. Unless you actually have a sore knee because you didn't been on that flight. Everybody ain't flying first class either. I just will let you know that. Nope. You see the flights. <laughs> Some of the seats are really nice. Uh-huh. Some of the seats are Wesley seats. Yes, yes, yes. But not all Wesley seats include Wesley people. Some of them That's include true. active 53 people. That's the truth. Okay. All right. So it's a lot of that that goes into it, man. A lot of it goes into it. But then we'll just use the bravado and say we don't seek comfort and we're supposed to get the job done. So that's the rebuttal to that. But the record is what it is. Globally. Globally. Because not, of that, yeah, man. Not, yeah, not just here. The and like you said, it goes both ways. East to west, west to east, man. Goes both ways. It absolutely does. And uh, I tell you what, we're uh, heading out there a little bit earlier than usual tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, you know, those guys can get some, some of their requisite sightseeing in and uh, get to bed at a decent hour, but yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I know that wasn't like the cool answer. No, it's true. I, but it's listen, like the real answer, it, man. It beats me down. You and I laugh all the time. I have no idea how Max Starks does it. He'll be in North Carolina Bro, a on lot, on man. a Saturday, and then he'll be in with the Steelers in in Ohio on Sunday, and he's flying back to Arizona, and then he's doing a Thursday night. I don't know how he does it because it does it as much as. No one wants to hear it in a way because we are traveling in style, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you you don't have to do the whole airport thing and TSA and park and lug your bags, you know, and catch the train to get to the B gate or whatever it might be. It's still sitting there on a flight for five, six hours. It's still then getting on a bus when you mm-hmm. when you when you land and sitting on the bus for 30, 40 minutes. Um and like you've pointed out too, a lot of these guys, when they go to these places, they've got family there. They've got people who want their time. It's not like they're just landing, you know, going to meetings, getting some dinner, and going yeah. to bed. They've got people who want to see them, people who want their time. There is a lot that plays into it. However, I will say, hopefully, that's a little bit easier coming off a of bye week when maybe you did get some rest. 
Which should have been the case. Hopefully that was the case. Hopefully that was the case. We're going to find out, though. Hopefully nobody was going. What were you saying? Going somewhere to get the picture taken on the couch? Or yeah, man. D- D- Greystone. It's a little. It's a club out there. Oh, okay. Pretty pretty big club. Now, see, that's the, yeah. that's the Stop duality. Stop it. Don't do that. Hold on. Don't hold do on. that. Leave me alone. The duality do of man is <laughs> when I went to L.A. with Morgan, it would have been about 10 years ago. Yeah. She wanted to sit on the couch. Okay, okay, okay. The Friends couch, like from the TV show Friends of Hollywood uh, Studios. All right, all right. Respect, yeah, respect. So, so we got our picture taken on respect. the Friends. We had to wait in line, you know. It yeah. wasn't bad, actually. It was like I a 10-minute like wait. I like Not that. bad. And we had to get our picture hey. taken on the Friends couch in the little in the little cap, cap, it, perk. It, What's it called? Central Perk. If we're going to be real about it, if we're going to be real about it, your experience is way more cost-efficient than what I'm talking about, man. Okay. okay. It costs a lot to take a picture on that couch. That's why you got to stand on it, put your feet on it, get your money's worth. Yeah. Is that the Drake, like, up at Greystone? Because yeah, they know yeah. it's Daystone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah like, when you, any other, like, the hot spot. If you, Sorry, that's J. Cole, not Drake. Or Fountain Blue, you know. Of course. You go, like, live down in Miami. Like, yep. every, they got their spot, but it's like, it's going to cost you now. If you're in there, it's going to cost you. The, uh, the kitchen at Magic City for your lemon pepper wings? There you have it. Come on, man. There, there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's going to cost you, though. Bad going to cost you. Well, you know what's not going to cost you, Arthur Motes? My free gambling advice. Show hey, me There it is. When we come back on the other side, I'll give you my favorite lines and odds and spreads of the week. We've also got some news as it relates to the health of a Steeler. Maybe not the greatest news. We'll discuss that when we return as well. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, it's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Final segment here of the first hour of the Blitz. All right, let's get right into it before we get to the money. Some uh, some not-so-great news, according to Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network. Some other people reporting it now as well, too, but I do believe Tom was first on it. Pat Fryermuth now uh, very doubtful to play this weekend after apparently re-aggravating his hamstring in Thursday's practice. Uh, and... Or was it Wednesdays? But earlier in the week yeah. in practice, yeah. Uh, Pat Fryermuth was trending in the right direction, seemed like he was ready to go for this weekend, and then had a setback with that hamstring. Now, again, highly doubtful for this weekend, and Pelissero and the NFL Network reporting that it might even cause him to miss some additional time as well, too. Motsi, not great news, not the news that you wanted, as you've laid out many times before. Those muscle tissue-type injuries, they're different. you got to be patient with them, and... Unfortunately, the last thing you want with those type of injuries is is a setback. Definitely is the case. It's super unfortunate. I mean, I just feel bad for Pat. I'm like, yo, you got the injury bug right now, yeah, man. Yeah, I know. It's like one thing after another. Yeah, this kind of sucks, man. It really just does. But, yeah, the soft tissue, soft tissue injuries, man, these are what you deal with. Um, I'm in a similar cautious manner with Deontay because it's a similar thing, hamstring injury, and it's two skill position players. Hamstring injuries for, like, offense linemen, not as bad. D linemen, interior D linemen, not as bad because... Twitch. Right. Yeah. Twitch isn't as uh, required. Now, it's still a part of it. Don't get it wrong, but it's not in the same manner of when you're full-fledged sprinting, running a route, cutting, right? Um, Getting in and out of your breaks. We talked about how offensively you get a little push but defensively we're taught to get a little tug 
well, a little tug to a person with a hamstring or a person with a soft tissue injury can be detrimental to their health. Sure can. Because they're not 100%. So that is why hamstring injuries in general in season are very tough to deal with because you have to be almost overly cautious and never open back up to 100% because of the like or the high probability no of doubt. you pulling it again. You got to give it time right. and that's the thing that you don't have in Correct. season. Correct. Yeah. And depending on the severity of the initial pull, that just is going to put you in a higher class or higher chance of it being more significant. So prime example, when we talk hamstring pulls, you have the different grades. One, two, three, um, I believe if the numbers are correct. You know, yeah, I think I had that correct. And we talk about the different grades of them, right? One is like a tweak, okay? Man, I was starting to feel it, but it didn't really grab. It just felt like almost like a charley horse, almost like a cramp. Sure. So when you start to feel that, you stop. If you can catch it at that moment, you're great. Because more than likely, you're not going to miss too much time. You should be able to come back in the next week. You know, hydrate, stuff like that, stretch, relax. You should be fine. If you actually get the tweak where it does actually feel like a pull, right? Mm, not a pop, not right? a no, not, not a pop. We ain't no, got to that yet. True. Yeah, true. but just the pull part. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just a, like you're like, all right, I felt something grab. It didn't pull all, but it grabbed. All right, that's a couple of weeks. That's probably what moved up with in Houston. Gotcha. Because he did not come back, and you could see him noticeably when he walked off. It's like, okay, had that limp. That's a pull. Yep. Okay. Now it gets to the point where you talk about at that stage, pull, aggravate, pull, aggravate. Typically, next stage is off bone. That's when you have the surgery and stuff. Now you saw he had the MRI for the hamstring because they wanted to check to make sure it wasn't off the bone. But that's what you start flirting with when you get to this stage, and you keep. Pull it, tweak it, play, pull it, tweak it. So it's a that's vicious cycle. right. It's a so you have to cycle. be really cautious about it because you don't want it to pull completely off the bone where you have to have surgery because now you're talking about having some months. Yeah, some some real life recovery, recovery process yeah. and potentially some shortening permanently of the tendon itself for future, you know. Sure. Future things because yeah, scar tissue is real. I Absolutely. know the doctors would be like, Oh, yeah, maybe we're gonna fix you right. It'd be like, All right, it still don't feel like how I felt before you got hurt, though. Okay, buddy, just throwing it out there, man. <laughs> but that's you know, for move, I think that's something that he's ultimately gonna deal with for at least the rest of this season. I think that's ultimately why the report said not just this game, but potentially multiple weeks. Yep, because you don't have the time to just you don't stay off of it and let it heal, right? Because now, if I tell you, move, go lay down on your stomach or sit down for the next three weeks, when you come back, now you're completely out of shape. Mm -hmm. And now that's going to put you at a greater risk of pulling another muscle or pulling something else because your hamstring isn't strong enough. So now your hip flexor is overcompensating. Your growing muscle is overcompensating. Your quad muscle is overcompensating. So these are all the things that ultimately he's going to have to just manage. And he's a professional. You know, he's a professional. He's in the heart of it right now. So I do feel like if it's possible, he will figure out what his body needs. But that's just, you know, it's unfortunate, man. It really is. It absolutely is. You know, I I think we all thought this was going to be a big year for Muth. I'm sure himself included. Um, and just to be dealing with that so early on in the season and something that, as you rightfully pointed out, is is going to linger, 
is tough. So Pat Fryermuth uh, downgraded from a full participant on Wednesday to limited on Thursday. And then the news coming out today that he is expected to miss Sunday's game in L.A. and potentially maybe even uh, a, a game or, or a few after that as well, too. That's the bad news. Good news. Uh, scary yesterday. T.J. Watt did not practice uh, on Thursday and was listed with T- a heel. T.J. is definitely scary. Have you ever seen him in pads I mean, with the dark visor? Real scary. Ah! Real scary. Good news, though, according to our buddy Brian Bacco, who will join us about 25 minutes from now, mm-hmm. uh, TJ, full participant in today's walkthrough, and he said uh, yesterday's issue was minor and he's feeling great. So, good news in that regard. Maybe the duality of the injury reports there as uh, as we get closer and closer to Sunday. Keep those tweets rolling in. We got a few already. We want your score predictions. We'll get to that. About 50 minutes from now when we close down the show. But to close out the first hour of this program. Show me the money. Show me the money! Real simple concept. Show me the money. I give you my favorite lines, odds, spreads, whatever, of the upcoming weekend. Motsi on the season so far, 14 and 7. Right? So 66% win percentage. Stacking them. Two out of three So that's that's better than most NFL teams playing East Coast to West Coast or West Coast to East Coast. You're darn right. And my picks are Uh worldwide. I mean, we even got to London sometimes. Uh In Munich for these picks. So 14 and 7 on the year. I've got 3 for you that I like today. Uh you and I have laughed. It seems like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Atlanta Falcons have popped up and show me the money just about every single week. This is also true. Well, you know they play each other this week. Should get real interesting. So I had to choose this one. Uh both teams kind of licking their wounds after disappointing losses last week. This one down in Tampa, Falcons on the road. The Bucks are two and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Tampa wins by three, by four, by six. Did something you say like you that. love Baker? Is that what you said? Now hold on. It's it sounds like you said you love now, Baker. Hold on. Don't I'm not I, gonna I'm a Bijan I'm listen, a Bijan Mustardson guy. I won't think of you any less if you're a Baker guy, I do like those creamsicle uniforms they were rocking last week. Though I'll tell you I that thought they were, they were they were not too shabby. Not I'll too shabby. tell you that for free. I'm going to lay the points with the Bucks. Two and a half. They cover. Like I said, three, four, five, six point wins, something like that at home over the Falcons. As uh, both of these teams look to get back in the win column after pretty solid starts to the season by uh, I think their expectations. So I'll take the Bucks minus two and a half at home against the Dirty Birds, the Buffalo Bills. Hey. Now, they travel to New England on the road. Oh, yeah, that what they say? They are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah. But you know what, Motsi? Mm-hmm. I ain't scared. No, I ain't scared. Well, maybe no I'm dog. a little scared. Fair enough. I'm going to buy a point back. Ain't nothing wrong with that, baby. So I'm going to take the Bills minus seven-and-a-half. How do you buy a point back, man? That's oh, pretty just, cool, man. You just go right on your app. You go to alternative spreads. Ah, that's, And yeah. you get a point. Eight-and-a-half, big number on the road. But a seven-and-a-half, I will take the Bills... I mean, they could blow out the Patriots, but I think they win by at least 8 or 9 or 10 or 11 points, something like that. I mean, what, in the post-Tom Brady era, they're like 7-1 and one against New England or something like that. And I think in six of those eight games, they've covered the spread. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> Bill's going to go on the road up to New England and really drive the, the nail into the hearts of all those Patriot lovers as they continue to tumble down the path of irrelevance. I'm just trying to have a clean sweep this weekend. Give me the bills. I'm trying to have a clean sweep. Minus seven and a half. And finally, you know, I laid the points with the Bucks. I laid the points with the Bills. Yeah. I want to take some points, too, Okay, Mozi. he's not just a giver. He's a taker. Okay. Give me the Lions in Baltimore. Is it where? Baltimore? Uh-huh. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. Three-point dogs are the Detroit Lions in Baltimore. That's a weird game, man. It's a real weird game. That's isn't a it? weird game. 
I'm going Detroit. Let's go. I think they might win straight up, but as I've told you, yeah. I'll always take the points. Give me the Lions plus three. Road dogs. Road dogs. Out there in Baltimore. So I'll lay the points with the Bucks minus two and a half at home against Atlanta. I'll give the or I'll lay the points, pardon me, uh, for the Bills minus seven and a half on the road up in New England. And then I'll take the points. The Lions on the road in Baltimore. Give me plus three for Detroit. Let's go. Those are my picks of the week. Let's go. All right, one hour in the books, another hour to go. That means it's time to get into our matchups and we return on the other side a little five-star Friday. Professor Motes will lay it down for us on the other side. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At ST Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.